Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Chris Ruddick. He is the founder of Prime3 Software, an award-winning software development shop in Virginia. His company helps businesses from startups to the Fortune 500 unlock their full potential with purpose-built software. These days, Chris is primarily focused on company growth, but at his core, he is an uncompromising software craftsman. You can find more about him at his website, prime3software.com. That's prime, the number three, software.com. And also connect with him on LinkedIn. That link is in the show notes. So that's where you can actually have a conversation with him. Chris, welcome back, my friend. Hey, so glad to be here. Thanks again. It's great to have you back. We had such a great conversation on the last episode about your why and attaching to that. And we also talked about how we both watched ER as a kid, which was a great show, by the way. (laughs) George Clooney makes me think of him. Anyway, um, we were talking in between shows and you're in the process like we're going through at the time of this recording, we're going through this whole lockdown thing where we're all spending more time at home. We're all, you know, the COVID thing. And one of the things you mentioned is that you're really working on a nice sourdough starter. You're (laughs) trying to bake some sourdough bread. And what's funny to me is when this first started, I went to the supermarket and one of the things I wanted to make, and this was like right when everyone was getting ready to be locked down. I was like, man, I want to make pizza. I might bake some bread, you know, same thing. Yeast was nowhere to be found. Yeah, Uh, there's a national shortage of yeast right now. It's crazy. So what I did was, and at this time I wanted to make pizza really bad, so I actually bought some pizza kits because the kits had a yeast packet within the kit. (laughs) So I jacked the yeast from that and I would make my own pizza. But I ordered some and I have like a one-pound bag now in my cabinet, but yeast is like nowhere to be found. So you're making sourdough starter. Let's talk about how that's going because I know that's a process. And you said and the reason why I found this so interesting is because in your bio, it says you're a software craftsman. And to be able to bake really good bread or make pizza dough the way that you said you, it was a two-year process, you almost have to become a craftsman because cooking and baking are really two different things. Cooking is an art. Baking's a science. You have to be very methodical, very scientific, and you have to turn into a craftsman and do things a certain way. So I'd love to hear what the process is like and where that journey's taken you. Yeah, I, I, I just have a lot of interests and and I guess being um, forcibly trapped at home, I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to investigate more and more of them in my, my free time. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I, I had a, I was on a two year quest to, to make pizza dough and figure out how to make that from scratch. I finally, uh, by the consensus in my household, have got that figured out. Um, I, I brewed my own beer for a few years, um, uh, and, and 
more recently, I've been on this quest to, uh, to, to make the perfect loaf of bread. And I've, I've done okay with some, like some really nice and rich, like, uh, sweet breads and that kind of thing. But I said, you know, sourdough, that's, that's the, uh, that's the Holy grail. So I, uh, I, I did a lot of research on the internet and, um, have, have had the process going now for, um, uh, I think this is the 12th day. I think I know what I'm doing by this point. It's, um, uh, it's finally bubbly and, and is starting to come together. So, um, fingers crossed, um, I'll have something I can start a loaf of bread with here very soon. But, uh, yeah, I think it 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 is a craft. It's it's it is a science, um, and it's it's not something that any everyone can do. Um, I we had a bakery uh, a couple miles from my house, and I, we always would go and just get a fresh loaf of bread, uh, you know, maybe for like a Sunday dinner or something. And um, you know, these guys get up at four a.m. to start turning out the loaves that they're selling, you know, that afternoon. And um, I, but you know, I, I see that and. Um, coming from a family of farmers, um, just that, that work ethic. And, and, um, it, it really developed in me, a, a, a great appreciation for, for, uh, craftsmen and, and craft and, and, and love of the craft and, and, um, just putting in effort to turn out the perfect product. Um, so that's, that's what I'm always striving to do, uh, in the kitchen, uh, been, been, uh, in, in, in pursuit of, you know, the perfect steak dinner. Uh, now I'm in pursuit of, uh, you know, the perfect loaf of bread to go with it. Uh, the, the bottle of beer, um, that, that I brewed myself maybe, um, except that's all gone now. And, uh, <laughs> but, it won't last long, right? Yeah, it did. It never does. Um, but really, you know, just, uh, you know, just an appreciation for the work that goes into, you know, coming up with these things. Yeah. And I see the tie over from your business when you, you know, as a software craftsman and developing that. And what we talked about in the last episode about how passionate you are about the actual craftsmanship and the actual doing really good work. And it takes a lot to make, to bake a loaf of bread or to brew really good beer. And how many times you like just the fact that it took you two years to create the perfect pizza crust tells me that you're into it for the process, figuring it out, and then being able to enjoy the, the fruits of your labor. Well, that's why the chef comes out of the kitchen, right? To see the people enjoy the meal that he prepared. And, and that's for me, that's, that's really where my sense of joy is with, um, you know, even in my business, it's, it's having, watching people experience the thing that I built for them and seeing, you know, it, it enrich and make their life better. And like, that's, that is a great day for me when, um, I can see my customers, um, see their lives improved by something that I built for them. Did you ever, did you end up discovering the perfect steak dinner? You mentioned that in passing. Um, I've, I've, I'm working on something right now. I, uh, I got a, a sous vide, um, uh, set up now. Oh yes. That, um, I, I have to still figure out the sear at, after that, at the end of the sous vide, but, um, that, that is a really, really fine steak is, uh, is that, that whole sous vide process that, oh, yeah. that changed, changed the game for me. Yeah. That's a definite game changer. I mean, you can use that for so many different things, all the, like seafood, uh, meats, even eggs. I mean, some of the best, uh, cooked eggs I've had came from the sous vide machine. 
Oh, so. Well, we do enjoy a, uh, a soft boiled egg every now and again. That would be um, uh, now. Now I need to go home and try that. <laughs> it is. It's a guilty pleasure, right? There's, so I it, that you know to me the soft boiled egg. Now that you mentioned it, is one of the most underrated eggs, I believe. <laughs> I've never really ranked my eggs, but well, <laughs> there's all like eggs are one of my things because they're so fast usually, and they're really good. You can do so many things with them. Like I believe. And here's a little, just a fun fact, and then we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, the process and things. But fun fact is the chef's hat, right? The toque, you see it? That's that tall hat yeah. that chefs wear. Well, tradition says there's 101 pleats in each of those hats, and it represents the number of ways the wearer can prepare an egg. Oh, okay. So, there you go. There's many different ways to prepare an egg, so they're very I'm versatile. About, about three, so my hat would be <laughs> a tricorn hat. <laughs> difficult thing and a lot of people say that's the measure of a great chef is can he can you cook how many different preparations of an egg can you do effectively like can have you mastered wow and that'll tell you that the skill set but in any case how many, how many have you mastered that was the question i i haven't really kept count but i like to i like to think i like to think all of them but i know that's not the case <laughs> there's so many different ways but i do like eggs a lot because like i said they're they're actually one of the most perfect foods in my opinion um, what, what's your favorite meal? Is it breakfast, lunch, dinner? Uh, definitely a fan of dinner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but you I, ever have I breakfast for dinner all the time. Yeah, I don't, love it. I don't discriminate on my meals. Um, I like them early and often and, yep. uh, sometimes repeated. So I, I agree. I had a reputation for, um, when I was a, a teenager of going around the neighborhood, uh, for, on Thanksgiving so I could have dinner at everyone's house. <laughs> I like that. I like your style. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite meals. Yeah, I, I could have Thanksgiving um, monthly. That would yeah. be that would be fine with That's me. That's a good idea. We should start that. <laughs> In any I, case, I give thanks one one day a year. We can give I thanks agree. all the time. <laughs> you have to have turkey every time. Um, tell us a little bit about your vision for the future. Where are you headed with Prime Three Software? Where do you see yourself going? Aside from finally mastering the perfect sourdough loaf, where do you see yourself going? Um, we've got. Uh, a couple of uh, projects we've been working on internally that uh, we're really excited about. We've got um, a, a, a new platform that we are hoping to get out to um, to uh, the public uh, sometime this year. Um, we're, we're targeting kind of late summer as a as a as kind of a beta release. But uh, our to date, our focus has been on um, the transportation logistics supply chain industry. And we've uh, we've built a really nice uh, purpose-built platform to kind of uh, help businesses in that space get connected. And um, we see a lot of need there, and we think they can really change a lot of people's lives. Uh, more generally, we're looking to just take the business um, a little bit out of the, um, the, the the custom software world where we're at now, um, and focusing more on on that service so that we can kind of. Uh, have a little bit more control of our destiny on um, on uh, the the levels of quality and and the the uh, the platform that we're trying to develop, um, and and the kind of direction that we go with it. Uh, once we can take take full control of that uh, and 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 go forward, uh, uh, that's going to be. Uh, we're looking forward to that with a lot of excitement. Are you a perfectionist? I am. Yes, but I work really hard to not be because uh, I, I find that uh, perfection often is the enemy of good enough. And um, 
Uh, that's why I don't paint. Um, <laughs> because I, uh, I just can't stop, uh, you know, touching it. It just needs, sometimes you just have to leave it alone. So I, 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 I do try to acknowledge, um, internally. Okay. That, that, that'll go, f- that's good enough for now. Um, otherwise, uh, I can, I can easily fall down the rabbit hole of, uh, chasing perfection. Uh, yeah, I was just going to mention because, you know, with the way that you you test things and keep refining and keep you know making them better and your obsession with being a craftsman and doing really good work when do you know when where's that line when you go okay this is what i was looking for or this is good enough as opposed to always wanting to keep going and make it better over and over again because you can drive yourself crazy that way you can um i think that's really you know one of the the lessons that that uh, being an entrepreneur has kind of had to had to teach me the hard way. Um, I've I've certainly chased um, bad money with good, trying to achieve perfection on a thing that just um, just can't get there. And unfortunately, you know that that has to happen to to really learn some of those lessons. That um, you know enough is enough. And when um, when I find myself going to that place, I, I look back to kind of those core values of um, that, that that's in our name. Is um, is quality, budget, and schedule, and um, I, I have to remember that um, you know the, the quality that I'm seeking can't sacrifice the schedule, can't sacrifice the budget, and that kind of helps me dial back in and get back to um, to the place where um, I'm focused on really delivering for the the customer. Well, Chris, thank you so much for being here. I've had such fun chatting with you the past couple of episodes especially learning more about your sourdough bread and i can't wait to, i want an update on that by the way when you get it and what it's like yeah. and we'll have to have we'll have i'll to, definitely share a picture with you and uh yeah and uh, you know thank you for having me this has been a blast um I, I i can't thank you enough for having me on the show oh my pleasure and i want to remind people to find you at prime3software.com that's prime the number three software.com and also connect with you on linkedin which that links in the show notes as well Chris, thanks again, man. Let's do it soon. Let's do it again soon. My pleasure. That'd be great. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.